Hey everyone, welcome back to Ben and Phoenix Talk Games. Is that what we're calling ourselves now? Talk video games? What are we called? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Can't even remember yeah. anymore. <laughs> it's, it's, we've gone through so many name changes. It's like we're prints up in here. Um, I know. <laughs> episode 30, uh, which is really episode 31, but we're not really going there anymore. Uh, I am Ben and I am back with Phoenix. Phoenix, how are you? Man, uh, we're recording in the daylight. That's like some grown folks shit. I know. Yeah, we're. Uh, it's. I can still see the the sun is still up here. Which usually, by the time we're recording these episodes, it's been down for a good long while. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> kind of works out well because I'm leaving for vacation early tomorrow morning. So, an early recording was not a bad thing. Where at? Or do you not want to make that public to our viewers? Oh no, listeners? it's um. So in in Maryland, like uh, if people don't know or are in Serbia or whatever, Maryland is uh, on the east coast of the United States, and we are traveling down to uh, Ocean City, Maryland, which is like right on the Atlantic, and uh, a little little like resort town called Chincoteague. So like lots of wild horses and kind of just going down there to uh, get away and unwind before the new job starts. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Plus, though, uh, <clears throat> is it, you said it's on the beach? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure like um, all of Ocean City, Maryland is pretty much like right on the beach. And I think Chincoteague is, is actually in Virginia, but it's uh, like right across a, uh, a main body of water from Ocean City, Maryland. So it's pretty much right at the beach. Dang. Sounds like you need a fishing rod, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would be looking at it like, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. So I'm looking at this on the map. It's like a little piece of island thing. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. That's kind of like Florida, how like... Florida has like this outside edge that is land. That's kind of like how Florida did. I don't know how that. I wonder how that works geographically. Like, what causes that? I don't know, but I don't like uh, comparing Maryland to Florida too much because Florida is uh, well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's not go too so, far here. Yeah, right. Just so before just, we get in any, but that. I was going to say, just based on geography alone, and then we'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's where it ends. Um, so before we get into what we're playing, is there anything new or exciting going on with you? That's it. I've been home. Uh, I haven't traveled in a while for work, so it's been cool to just be home. And it's kind of neat. I don't know, because I always feel like I have like a trip looming like a week away. And lately, it's just been like nothing. So... Like, I cut the grass and shit on time. <laughs> and, uh, it's it's a cool part of the year now, though, where it's so hot that our grass doesn't grow as fast. So um, it's pretty much like I cut, and then two weeks later, I cut again. Because it's just, there's not enough water, and I'm not a person that waters grass. I think that's a little ridiculous. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't need to water my grass. It's like the opposite here. The our grass grows so much because it's not. It, it's all like humid heat, and we've been getting storms and rain, and so it's like I have to mow my lawn at least once a week, 
I probably could get away with doing it twice with the way it's growing, but also fuck that. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. <laughs> well, you know, it's like it hasn't rained here in I want to say a month, and I don't even know how the grass is still green, really. But it's, That's too it's long. been, dude. I know people are like, I am a person that loves cloudy, overcast days, and when it's like. A hundred percent sunny for like the last month and a half. I fucking can't stand it because it's I don't know. To me, it's like annoying to be like, "Up oh, here's another sunny day with zero clouds." You know, I don't know. So oh, I, I like some, overcast days too. Yeah, like give me some like change up. But uh, you know, Oklahoma in the summer is pretty much, you know, it's either a storm which hasn't happened in a while, or it's just sunny and hot as shit. Yeah, no, I can't. I've looked at some of the heat uh, indexes for down there, and it's like, oh, no, thank you. It's ridiculous. There was a day that was 108 or 107, and I was just like, what the fuck are we doing? (laughs) (laughs) Why are we not living in the refrigerator at this point? Yeah. well, there's nothing going on with me, so because uh, I don't start my new job. Well, outside of vacation, don't start my new job for another week. So probably by the time we record again, I'll know whether or not I hate my life or not. Um, <laughs> so uh, I guess we can get into what we're playing. I don't know if you want to go first. Uh, well, there was some small news. Oh right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> let me let me skip past one of our segments straight to the next one. That's right. Hit him with the news. <laughs> well, uh, there's some uh, there's some shit. I'm just gonna go with the smallest one first. The Cuphead DLC, the delicious last course dropped, and I've been seeing a lot of folks on my Switch friends list play it. You know, log in or whatever. And that's a game that I really wanted to love. I love the art style. You know I me. Mean? Um, but goddamn, dude, it's fun, and then it's also like awful, <clears throat> and I just don't like punching myself. Um, yeah, no, that the game is not for me. That is not a Ben game. Nope, and it's it's a Phoenix game on the surface, but man, uh, there's so many parts of that game that can piss you off, and it's the boss fights or the fights or whatever. They don't last long, but they are like. You got to be precise, and if you mess up once, and that kind of fucks up your whole damn run. Um, I get, I get the, I get it. Like the tension is fun or whatever. But um, so if you're into that game, it's <laughs> that DLC drops, and it's only what's crazy. It's only like nine or seven dollars. Isn't that kind of wild for how long people have been waiting for that? I thought it would. They could pretty much charge what they wanted to charge almost. Or maybe that's part of the reason it was less is because it took so long. I mean, I don't know what the. Uh, I'm sure there's still a good amount of players for that game, but they would have made a lot more money on it if it had been out quicker. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, those people that are obsessed with that game, and I mean, like I said, I really do love the art. I love everything about the look of it, but man, I remember when it dropped on Switch, I was like super hyped to play it, and instantly. Yeah, you were. Like, yeah, I was like, I don't know, I can't do this. <laughs> well, uh, I, I didn't. I, I I knew from the get go that wasn't a game for me, so I didn't even try. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it's not a game for you, and it looks like a Phoenix game, and I'm out, then you already know it's like hardcore. 
Yeah, <laughs> hardcore not for me then. <laughs> um, so the other cool last thing though is Splatoon Three, the Switch OLED reveal. Uh, I was kind of hyped for this one, dude. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm in on it. Uh, I'm gonna get it. I mean, <laughs> that, obviously that's really dependent on how d- difficult it is to find. Yeah. Um, but if it's anything like the Animal Crossing one, that one was only hard to find uh, when it first came out. True. Once it, I mean, I can still find it. I mean, I had to go, grow, you know, do some shopping for my folks the other day, and they still had one at Target near me. So, wow. Um, yeah, I mean, they're not hard to find. I think the Splatoon one will probably be hard to find initially. Yeah. And then then you know it'll be out for a little while and whatever i mean i want the oled i a couple of friends of mine have the oled and they swore by it and i was like i don't know i don't think it's a big enough difference but then i was dog sitting for them and played it a little bit and i was like okay this is a major difference so the screen yeah. is brilliant on it. I want one. The Splatoon one is definitely going to be the one. I love the Joy-Con. I love all the art on it and the etching. So uh, I think it's, you know, I think the funny thing, and I'm sure you saw this too, was like people are expect are still expecting like a Switch Pro to get announced. That's so, so weird. Like, they, were, they were disappointed by this OLED because they were like, Oh, but the OLED's already out. So this is just like something that, you know, is already out. It's like, I mean, basically everything you read is like, you know, there's not any new type of switch coming out until at least like 2024, I think. Right. Um, maybe. So it's like, why? Why expect a switch? Pro- I mean, I think this is a perfectly acceptable announcement. I mean, the OLED, when it finally got announced, I thought it was kind of a lame announcement because I did think also that there was a pro coming. But I don't know. The OLED's really nice. That's all that really matters. So if I can find this platoon one, it's going home with me. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm trying to not be here, but uh, I want. I want it. <laughs> I, the back. Have you seen the back of it? Like the oh, back yeah. of the yeah. The back of the body is for people that haven't seen it. It's like Splatoon shit. You know, like a bunch of like graffiti stuff and squids, just like and the all that stuff. One. Right, just a bunch of like stuff that would make you think of Splatoon when you see it. And it's all. It's not. It's not colorful. It's like etched, <clears throat> but yeah, it's still cool. And man, like that body alone, like if. I fit it again. I wish I could just buy the body. I don't need the controllers. I'm not crazy about the controllers as much, to be honest. They look I cool, like them, but, but I can I'm not. That. Yeah, I'm not like dying for them. Like I have so many. Like I really do. It's like I don't need Joy-Con. I just want the fucking body. Um, yeah. But um, anyway, they're not going to do that. So I'm really like I just bought that light, and it's, it'd be a hard sell for Sarah, to be honest. It'd be a hard sell. <laughs> yeah, no, I could do that. She's gonna, she's gonna be like, "You just bought a Switch thing, and now you want another Switch thing." And we have, our, we have another Switch thing already here. She's gonna, but she won't get it. Um, I don't know. It's, it's not a battle worth waging, really. You know, like I'm in a kind of a different position with no kids and everything. Um, 
And, you know, like I could still see myself like it comes out and like I check Target and they have one. I could still see myself being like, nah, because maybe like a week or two ago, right before Sunbreak came out, uh, I was looking at the white Joy-Con OLEDs. And like the thing that really kept me from even considering it was I didn't really feel like transferring everything again. Uh, or re-downloading everything you know like it's not it's definitely not as fluid or convenient as when you would switch a 3ds right um those were just like you know one system to the other and the whole system transferred over and with the switch it's like one system to the other and you still have to re-download things right so it's true um i don't know i i still i want the oled and this is kind of the one that i think i want but the price on it is. Did you notice it's three sixty? Mm, I didn't know that. Yeah, Shit. that's what that that's at least what uh, Jesse from the Nintendo Dad said on their most recent episode is that it's three fifty nine ninety nine. Oh, I'm out. Sorry. That's I, a, I mean, so, what's that? I was just gonna say. In my head, I guess I thought I I forgot it wasn't two ninety nine. So oh, now yeah, I'm like, all the oh. OLEDs are three fifty. That's right. Um, but this one's like even ten dollars on top of that. So I don't know. You know, if I was to find the Switch and Splatoon, I would be looking at four hundred and twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think so. Even with this new job, like probably we'll just be getting Splatoon. So. And I probably I'm I am on the fence about are you doing digital or physical for Splatoon three? Um shit. That's a tough one because I have that damn light now and I, I'm like the I'm like the piggyback when I play the light. So when I go to my trips, I have to like make sure no one's online. But no one no one yeah. will be playing Splatoon, I don't think. Probably not. I I'm on the fence about it because I really like physical media, especially for Switch. But in the case of Splatoon, Splatoon 2 is one of the few games during that period of time that I just got digital. Uh, and I'm not ever going to trade it in. So I probably will just go for digital so that I can play it that night. That's I'm probably going to go digital as well. Like, I, you know me, I'm usually friendly with digital. And this isn't a game that, like, is an RPG that I just know I want to play all the time. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm fine with it on digital because... I'm pretty sure no one, my son's not going to ever play this. He he doesn't even like how it looks. He doesn't like it at all. So he's not going to, which is crazy. My grown ass loves the way it looks. And he's like 11. He's like, this is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you got to be like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Go to your room. <laughs> how dare you talk about Splatoon that way? <laughs> Seriously. That is, um, that is grounds for like dismissal. <laughs> <laughs> from the household, eleven years old, you're dispensed. Yeah, out into the world, get a job and some taste in video games. Um, all right. Well, I think uh, was there another news tidbit or was that it? I had one last thing to say about the pro thing, though. Uh, oh yeah, the folks. I keep seeing that about like folks are mad about the pro, but I still think like if they came out with a pro version, that like I said, like imagine if a pro could run. I mean, I guess before we thought it could, No Man's Sky. Like, what if the pro could run No Man's Sky, and then everyone that's bought the whatever, how many millions of Switches can't run No Man's Sky? Like, that would be kind of a, like, 
they people will be pissed because it's like, wait, I just fucking bought one yesterday. Now you're telling me I can't run the new shit that comes out. So that's that's why I think they're not gonna do a pro, and that the OLED is actually the pro. Like that's, I feel like the OLED is like the premier model they wanted to make in the beginning. I don't. I don't think a pro is coming. I think the next thing that's coming is going to be whatever the next generation of console is. Yeah. Um. You know, and that's why I think like when you read like 2024 or 2025, like that sounds right because they're still on a boom with selling these switches, and you know, probably by the time the life cycle of the switch is over, like I think it has a good chance of being the best selling you know video game console of all time i mean it's only behind like playstation 2 and i mean all the different ds's and 3ds's combined nothing will overcome that but they really are different consoles that play different things so yeah the ps2 for most was like a the dvd player that no one ever had until that right yeah, yeah. i think that helped sell it with like family they were like oh my even my family when they got it for me they were like this plays dvds great <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it was a multifaceted device. Yeah. Uh but we do have a last bit of news, I guess. You kinda of mentioned it. Which is Did I? You said Sunbreak and that was Oh yeah, yeah. That was uh That's the perfect. DLC of Sunbreak drop. That was the news that the last bit of news here in uh, Phoenix's news hour. Yeah, I mean I guess like, you know, uh let's let's hit the few odds and ends that we've been playing first and then we can hit sunbreak because that's obviously going to be the main topic well i think the other stuff i guess i guess i should slightly reveal that uh (laughs) i was supposed to not i was supposed to not buy this Yes, you were you were you were out right up until the moment that you were suddenly in again. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we'll pause that. <laughs> and, uh, Hard we'll, stop. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll let the folks uh, marinate or whatever we call. Think about that. So um, yeah, and then and then we'll get back to it momentarily. So. Uh, besides Sunbreak, what games have you been playing? <laughs> so, uh, I was, uh, I think I mentioned this last time, but Inkenfell, Eichenfell? I think it's Eichenfell. Um, it's an RPG um, that has kind of like this tactics. Uh, it reminds me of like, a, what was that game? Lunar? Back in the day, Lunar, where it's like kind of grid-based. You can move your characters around and then attack, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It kind of has that. I just don't know if it is necessary, the grid-based concept thing, because there's a move that I have now where I can punch, and it throws the people like that I'm fighting way back into the back of, the, like, back of their territory or whatever. And they can pretty much make up that ground in one turn and still attack me if I'm in certain areas of the map. So it's kind of like, eh, I don't really see the point of it. It's It's neat because it's it's positional based as far as like your attacks. Like some of them are diagonal, some of them are straight. That is kind of cool, but um, I don't know. It's it's not horrible. It doesn't hurt it at all. It's pretty cool, I guess. But I don't know if it. I thought it would add more like tactics to it. Like if you're next, if you're next to your member, you get plus one or some shit. You know, it doesn't right, really right. have that. Um, but I will say um, the 
the music is really good. Again, it's not as good as Amori or whatever, but the music is really good. The story is compelling. And the this is probably the first game I've ever played where every character is pretty much LGBTQ plus uh like it's just it's just like wide open. Like one like one guy, like black guy, he's like he he's non binary, but he's also dating uh a white woman and she is into this girl that she thinks and she thinks this girl is hot. It's like everyone's like it's just like wide open. It's just like what the hell? I've never played <laughs> I've never played a game that has uh LGBTQ focus on the characters. And it, it doesn't knock you over the head. I know some people are probably like, I don't want to play a game like that. But if you're not into it for whatever reason, it doesn't knock you over the head. It doesn't like make it a thing, but it, it hints it at like, you know, moments where you're like, oh, that's funny. Right. Um, there's even, I even learned a new, uh, I even learned a new um, pronoun yesterday. I didn't know, I never heard of Z and Zim, a Z and Zare. Oh yeah, I've heard that, yeah. Never heard of it in my life. I thought somebody was talking about a new character, like that was going to come on the screen or whatever. And I like stopped because when you go to their status menu, your party member status menu, what is it called? I guess party menu. When you see your characters, it has their like pronouns in the corner, which is kind of interesting. I've never seen that before either. Oh. Anyway, yeah, that's all. That would all be new to me. In a it's game. pretty unique. Yeah, it's pretty unique. Like, I was like, and, you know, like I said, folks that are into it or whatever, you have, a, like, 99.9% of games that are, like, they don't have this. <laughs> this is, like, the one right. game that, I, that I've played that is actually really good and has, like, full-on, like, LGBTQ characters. So I think it's great. It's it's great. Um, if you're an RPG fan, I think it is a good game to play. Um, I know it's probably not your art style, but uh, it's good. I thought, yeah, it wasn't my art style when I looked it up, but I'll still take a deeper dive at some point. Yeah, it, it's probably. I think it at some point. If it's not even not, it's got to be on Game Pass at some point. Yeah, you would think so. Yeah, but uh, I've been playing that on and off for the last... I'm at like 10 hours now. I think it's like a 20 or 30-hour game. I think it's 20-something, actually. And the other game that I've been playing <laughs> is Cadence uh, of Hyrule, which another hardcore, no, not a Ben game. <laughs> no. No, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Uh, if people don't know, it's Curse of the Necro Dancer, but Basically skinned in uh, Link and Zelda. You can play as either of them. I went Link, um, but I'm excited to see Zelda because apparently she has like magic and shit, like range to where Link is more like melee. So it'd be cool to see how that works in like a rhythm game, you know? Yeah. Um, but I will say like <laughs> the music in this game is so damn good, dude. Like I would play this this music in my car, like driving it. It is Super good. It's songs that you know from Zelda, but they're remixed in cool way. So, uh, small glitch, but <clears throat> when when I was in uh, when you're in battle, 
in uh, what's it called? Uh, Candace with High Roll. Uh, the the music is kind of upbeat and uh, you know like kind of like battle sounding. You know, kind of like I don't know what not metal, but like you know like a kind of like a rock. And yeah. then when you're out of battle, the music switches like without a without even like missing a beat. It switches to like this smooth kind of uh, jazzy mellow version, and it's it's really cool to see that go back and forth. And, uh, you know, like, whenever you get to different areas, the music changes based on where you're at, like Lost Woods or whatever. It's super good, dude. I, I know it's not your game, but for people that are in rhythm-based games and, like, if you're into Zelda at the same time, it's, like, a must-play game. I know it's been out for a while now, so it's not like it's a surprise. <laughs> right, right. But uh, if, if you've been on the fence... I was on the fence for a long time just because I have too many things to already play. And, you know, I like I still can't even play it like I want to play it. Like, it's still like uh, a game that's kind of on the back burner. But um, anyway, it's super good. I think I'm six hours or five hours into it. And uh, I've got two dungeons down. The dungeons, the way they do the dungeons is really cool. Like, you still do the same shit, like, kind of solve puzzles, but not so much puzzles, more or less, more just like a combat kind of thing. Like, combat... Get the get the small key. Get the you know open the small key door to fight the boss or like a mini boss that gives you the big key to fight the big boss. You know it's the same kind of routine of the old ones, but it's um <laughs> rhythm based and you get all the weapons that you like hook sh- hook shot hook shot and it's just good for friends that uh for Zelda fans that if they like rhythm so highly recommend. What was that? I said right on. I feel like uh <clears throat> I feel like it's I feel like it'd be a game that I could see you like maybe if you watched it on Twitch or something like that, it could be cool, but I bet you people that are like I, my friend Whitney, she loves Zelda, but she admits that she's not great at rhythm games and she like played the demo and she fucking like hated it. She was like, I hate this game. I, she uh, loves the music. <laughs> I bought this game during uh, COVID, and uh, Whitney and I must be spirit animals because I absolutely hated it. Also, <laughs> I even I even understood the appeal, but the whole game mechanics for me, I was just so far out on that. I was after like a half an hour or something like that. I was like, no, no, this is too frustrating. I'm done with this. Right. I know my, my wife, when she watches me play it sometimes, she's like, what the fuck is going on? Why is your character, like, moving it like a, like a, yeah. like a, I don't know how to describe it, like, jumping? Like, you move, like, you go left, right, up, down, you know, like, you move in, like, the, to the beat, and it doesn't look normal when you're, like, watching it, I'm sure. <laughs> no. And you certainly wouldn't fight that way. <laughs> yeah, she's always like, why is your character darting around like this? Like, you don't understand, it's rhythm-based. She's like, what? I'm like, never mind. <laughs> just forget it I don't even want to like spend that time (laughs) I do not blame you right when I start turning to like talk about that she's going to be like she's going to check out anyway I'm going to be like see the mechanics of the game you have to type you have to move into the rhythm she's going to be like all right she's going to check out anyway 
Let me find a divorce lawyer. <laughs> yeah. She was like, all right, it's gone too far now. <laughs> uh, I just want to follow up, though, on Omori. I finished it. It's like 30 hours. One of the best RPGs in my life. 100% not even joking. Uh, this is one of those that I'll definitely have, like, top five. And I'm going to say probably top three, dude, like, as far as just amazing stories that in my opinion amazing stories and just great game great music everything um so if you're an indie fan out there this is indie rpg fan this is the one or one of the ones i would say i'm still gonna say final fantasy 6 is my favorite rpg ever and then final fantasy 9 and then this one uh, i would say omori is the third honestly it's uh, that high in my in my list. I wish I could have gotten into it, but I just, uh, you know, it's one of those things, and I'm sure that, like, I'm sure there's other RPGs, if I really thought about it, that would fit this bill, but I, it, it's like um, an RPG, you know, like a Dragon Quest or a Final Fantasy or something like that is pretty open, and I think a lot of people can get into them, and I just think Omori is for a very specific audience. Yeah, and if you don't match, you know the the either the art or the the way that it it handles itself or anything like that, like there's just not going to be anything that sells you on it. Um, whereas, like with like a Dragon Quest or a Final Fantasy, I think there's enough introduction and explanation early on that it can dr- it can bring you in. Um, and for someone like me. The biggest problem I had with that game is, and I know, you know, like this is definitely just me. I'm sure there's a lot of other people that would feel this way, but it made me not care straight away. Right. Uh, when, when there was no tutorial, no rhyme or reason for what I was doing, no explanation of things being hidden in random watermelons. Um, <laughs> I, it, it literally did the opposite for me that it obviously did for you and Sarah, because you guys were drawn in. And, you know, like, love the whole thing. And for me, after, like, 20 minutes, I was like, I don't give a shit. Like, I do not want to play this. Um, And, like, to me, I think it's, I you know, like, I wish I could have connected with it if it's really that good. But to me, I almost feel like that's, um, I don't know, man. Like, it seems detrimental to, like, the developers to not make it more gamer-friendly. Like, it's really it's really aimed at a very specific audience. And, you know, what, Dragon Quest maybe also, like, maybe I'm wrong and people would pick Dragon Quest. I mean, Dragon Quest is also, like, goofy as hell and not very serious. Right. Um, and that could turn a lot of people off that are looking for, like, a serious RPG. I mean, if you're looking for a serious RPG... And you start any of the dragon quests and all of a sudden you're facing enemies that are like have three eyes and look like a, you know, a green penis. Um, I mean, you're not, you're not bringing anybody in on that either, either. I mean, dragon quest is like got great stories, but it's just not serious. It's goofy as hell. Um, so maybe it really just is the type of thing where like with RPGs, you just have to like find your audience and, 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 you know, like then you're, you're all good. But I was not the audience for this one, that's for sure. Yeah, like, that was my, like, you know, I love the game, but I can be critical of it. I think that is, like, the problem that I think that can mess people up is that it's 
it starts off so abruptly and blunt like that, like it will turn people off. And I think that's, I think developers need to stop doing that. I get that it's like a decision, like an art decision or whatever. But man, like you could get more people in if you have like a softer landing in the beginning. Yeah, um, for sure. I remember like when I was young though, when I, when I was all crazy about Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Nine, people were like, "You're fucking retarded!" Like they—that was a big word back then. It's not a good word now, just so people know. <laughs> but back then, everyone said that shit, and it was awful. But that's what everyone called me for loving Final Fantasy Nine, and uh, I think it's kind of fared better. But it has. It, but it does seem like it is like like you're saying, like you're into games, kind of like whether you're not in or not. And I remember a big part of it back in the day with people that played seven and eight and then they saw Zidane like with a tail and they were like, this is stupid. And it's like, this is fucking Final Fantasy. This has always been. You're just yeah. brand new to this shit. <laughs> yeah, there's just, every RPG has its quirks, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, though, Sarah cried at the end of it. So uh, for the people that are into emotional games, that's one for you, I guess, because she fucking yeah. is bawling for like the last 20 minutes. <laughs> I don't know if a video game has ever made me cry before. Maybe think. when may, maybe when like I would get like a red ring rib death when I was at the end of something, it would, but that's kind of different. I want to say maybe Final Fantasy VIII got me when I was a kid because of like the love story at the end. Oh yeah, I could see that. That one was like a that was like a super cute love story. Yeah, it was for sure. Um but that's all for me, man. And then well there's one more, but we'll uh wait to talk about that game. <laughs> Small little game. Yeah, unfair, <laughs> very my 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 things that I've been playing are not even really worth touching on that much. I mean, we can a little bit, but like I played over the last week, I played a little bit of season one of fall fall guys on uh game pass. I don't know if you've ever played fall guys at all, but it's, um, I mean, there's nothing to it. It's just a bunch of obstacle courses and stuff like that. And you start with 60 people and you're trying to be the last person remaining, which I have not managed to do yet, but it's just quirky and kind of a time killer. Have you, have you like tried this out at all? I, uh, so I remember playing it, on PS4, and it was because everyone was fucking talking about it. And I saw like uh, one of my favorite streamers, Dashy, playing it, and I was like, "This looks kind of goofy. I want to try it." And I instantly hated it. Um, I I get the fun of it though. Like I don't I don't hate it to where I want to like delete it, but like for some reason with me, the it made me like the controls were super annoying. I think we've talked about this before, where like sometimes controls don't work with your brain and it makes like your brain hurt it feel right and i feel like running around was like a weird it didn't feel right is your character always think, running or something yeah you are but it's like they're running through uh molasses they're really slow yeah like something about it like really pissed me off like my i like i don't like, you don't expect the controls to act like the way they do or something like was annoying me about it yeah, I mean, I don't I, I like the game for what it is, which is sort of like, oh, I've got 20 minutes to kill. I'm not going to jump into Dragon Quest. I'll just play this. But yeah. um, 
there's been a few times where I haven't even been eliminated and I've hated the obstacle course so much that I've just backed out. So, I mean, I don't think it's anything great, but I also totally see why people play it. Um, you know, especially for like the massive multiplayer. Um, so fall guys is one of the games. And then the other game I've been playing over the last week is the unpacking game, which I know you had mentioned to me months ago. So I have, I like this game. (laughs) I've, I've been playing it on, on, uh, game pass also i like this game um for the most part i found it to be like pretty relaxing and you know like you kind of after the first few rooms you really start to figure out a lot of things um you know because you're you're typically unpacking a lot of the same items each time so it's like oh i should put this here but my chief complaint is i'm pretty deep in the game now i'm i'm at least through like i'm at the level where like it's a full house um so it's probably like six or seven rooms or something like that. And as I'm trying to unpack them, like this stuff I'm pulling out of the bedroom is kitchen stuff. And the stuff I'm pulling out of like the den is like unidentified unidentified for where it might need to go. And like, that would be okay. I guess if that's how the game starts out, but the game starts out by really separating the, the boxes pretty well per room, except for like an item or two. It does, and yeah. So you know, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense why the character, whoever she is, um, when she's like moving into her first room, everything is separated correctly. So all the bed, all the bedroom stuff is in the bedroom, all the bathroom stuff is in the bathroom, except for occasionally like one or two items. And then, like, as she moves in with a guy, it's the same thing, just one or two items. And then all of a sudden you move into this house and, like, nothing is sorted by room barely at all. Right. And, I, and I'm kind of just like, why did why did you go from, like, how does that make sense? That, you know, no one, mo- first off, no one moves like that unless they're really not planning it out well. Everybody labels boxes because why would you want to go put your upstairs bathroom box in the downstairs den or whatever? But, um, yeah yeah that's pretty much how it feels and that's the last <laughs> level i was I was just playing it last night and that's like the last level where i was sort of like everything i was pulling out of the box was wrong for the room i was in and i was like oh, i might be done with this i'm not trying to pull things out when it's like seven different rooms i'm not trying to pull an item out and try to figure out which of the seven rooms it's supposed to go in um but for the first i probably did six or seven different you know like albums worth of rooms or pictures worth of rooms or whatever and really enjoyed it i mean like to the point that like you know i would just kind of sit there and pull something out and be like oh here's the little chick uh stuffed animal i'll put that on the windowsill or whatever um you played this how far into it did you get i want to say i got to i think i've cleared out the first house and i can't remember what the second one was I feel like the second one was like a dorm room. That's right, like a college room or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. I did the second one and then I did the third, and that's when shit started, like you're saying, the boxes started being weird. And I was like, at first, I was like, I don't know what the fuck this means. Like, if I can't put it in here, then what the fuck do I do with this? But then I was like, yeah, (laughs) they want me to figure out the room. And I was like, you, I was like, I'm fucking done. And I, I liked it. It's a game that I kind of think needs to be like four ninety nine, to be honest. Oh yeah, uh, I could see that. I mean, being on Game Pass is pretty okay though. 
Yeah, like it's free on Game Pass, but like I think it'd be great on Switch, and it probably is. But I think it's like nineteen ninety nine or something on Switch. Yeah, and, that doesn't sound right at all to me. Yeah, I feel like it's like a good four ninety nine game. Like it's. I mean, I'm probably out on it at this point, but I mean, I probably got two or three hours worth of play out of it, and for most of those two or three hours, I was totally into it to the point that I thought I would finish every every room or every house until i got to this like you know eight roomed house where it was like oh no i'm not never mind yeah yeah i totally get it it's i think it's good for what it is i know folks were really into it i know like the trophies were i think people loved about it um but yeah i mean i played it some and i think it's good for what it is like you know i'm sure someone out there is like hella into that game they have to have been because it's been out since like 2012 um because i was i had to do uh for one specific item i could not figure out where it went and i googled it and it was like in the 2013 expansion and that was the room i was in so it's been out for a long time holy hell it must be like a steam game or some shit it was it was a pc game originally Uh, yeah that makes sense it'd be easy to play on that because like you're clicking yeah um so that's all really i've been playing um let's Bearing in mind that we have driven this game into the ground at one point in 2021. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so the little backstory, and I think that it would be good to touch on this game, but not dive incredibly deep because we have dove incredibly deep on it before. Um, Pause. uh so they you know as it got closer to monster hunter rise the sunbreak uh dlc coming out i was like i'm all in on this i just got to get comfortable with the controls and you were kind of like i don't you know like i don't think so but you were also giving it the old college try with rise um yeah so like i was hitting sunbreak uh, and was it like master hunter rank three when you were still kind of like i don't you know like i don't think i'm in on this and then there's like a half a day later where you were like, I just bought Sunbreak. Um, <laughs> and I kind of was the same way. Like I was on the fence when I was doing some uh, some like Kimura Village stuff because I was like the controls weren't feeling real natural to me. I kept hitting the wrong buttons at the wrong time. Um, but then, you know, like Sunbreak, New Village, uh, like completely new cast of characters and you're kind of like a big deal there. Um, some new monsters still like, you're still facing a lot of old ones. You're also facing like a lot, you know, like some blood moon, uh, monsters, but, uh, you know, like all new gear, all new master level, lots of Palico and Palamute stuff. Um, I burned out a little bit on it. Like when Sunbreak came out, I think I dropped like 10 hours in two and a half days. Um, and I already had like 120 hours in Rise as is. So I kind of feel like I was like a little burned out because I put so much into Rise to begin with, which probably means that in some ways the way that you did it was beneficial because you didn't quite finish Rise before you went on the fateful work trip where you left the <laughs> Switch. So like it was not quite as fresh in your mind when you were picking it back up. But um Tell me your thoughts, everything that you like, anything you don't like about Sunbreak. Man, I, uh, I really, I really uh, enjoy it, actually. I, I, I think I was telling you this, but 
for Ultimate, Monster Hunter for Ultimate, which was on 3DS, which now that I think about it, I don't know how I played Archer or Bow on that fucking thing for so long. <laughs> using, using that little nub to aim, like what was I doing? But um anyway, that uh as for you, you could change your locale like that a lot. And it, and by the places that you went is how you got different missions for different things and I feel like you could upgrade little things about each place. But anyway, like one place was like an island. One place was like Japan. One place felt like Europe. It was like that, you know? And I kind of missed that. I kind of forgot that about these games. It's like, oh, yeah, they used to have these. So, so when they added this new one, Elgato, I guess it's called. Um, yeah. I was, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot how you could like used to change places that you went. And, you know, there was new, new, uh, new shit going on there. And um, I kind of, like, I really enjoy it, dude. I, like, you were, like, I was out-out, and I just didn't, I just didn't feel like, I don't know, like, uh, I don't know, I just didn't feel the game. I was just, like, I, I'd open it up, and I'd be like, ah, I'm not really craving this. And then yeah. um, I, I guess the armor thing, remember, like I said, like, I kept really dreading the whole, like, I don't know where I'm at in my armor grind. I don't feel like having to, like, fight and then figure out, oh, I need this kind of armor. Um, so I, I finally got over that hump, and then I was like back in the group. I was like, "Oh man, I don't know how I stopped playing this game." Uh, like stupidly. Um, yeah, you were back in big time. Yeah, I've probably put since some break. I've probably put twenty, thirty hours into this damn game. I wouldn't be surprised if it was more, but I think I'm. I finished all the lower level shit, like the hundred percent done with those, and. I think I just got Monster Hunter 3 ranked today. But I'm going slow because I, I just want to finish every little check mark in uh, each each rank before I move on. So I think I'm finished with one, and then I'm pretty much on. I think I have like one fight left in two. And then I'm going on to three. <clears throat> but it's good, dude. I really like it. Uh, I kind of like these new little things they're adding as far as like um what's it called the 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 wire bug like one wire bug gives you like longer riding wyvern riding thing and i think the other one allows you to jump longer or something like that that's kind of a new neat addition um i don't know i i, I love it dude i i think they could probably just keep making a new spot to play like oh here's a new zone uh, you know how yeah. Pokemon does. It's like, oh, here's a new region. It's Europe this time. Like, what the fuck? It's I've been here the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and so it could it could be just that whole thing where if the game is... I mean, I'm sure in Japan this game is freaking rocking and rolling. So they could just make a whole new uh, region to keep, uh, keep it fresh. But I don't know, dude. Like, there's some people that I play with that are like maxed out. They're like super duper, like HR 900 something. I'm like, ah, dang, dude. I love this game, but like, that to play that many hours, like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely interesting. Like, very rarely have I played a game, you know, like for 100 hours when it comes out and then put it down for like eight months and then dlc comes out that i'm back in again like that's not really happened too much so i give them a lot of credit for like how expansive and extensive this update really was 
because uh, even as I knew I was going to get it because of how much I loved Rise, uh, I still didn't think that I would be this in. And I mean, like most nights I've played for a little up until like the last two, I played for at least like an hour or two. And when it first came out, it was like five hours a day. Um, so like I'll give Capcom a lot of credit that like this, this is definitely more than, I mean, it feels like more than just DLC. It really feels like another game. Yeah, I agree. Like, um, I don't know if you've ever like gone through the little, the little DLC things you can buy, but there's a whole bunch of like, um, voices you can buy and yeah. um, outfits. And I was just like, damn, I, I hadn't even noticed all this stuff cause I just hadn't checked in the last year or whatever. Yeah, it's a lot but, of cosmetics. Yeah, I kind of wish, honestly, there's not enough like cool shit because I thought it would be like, you know, it's Capcom. So I kind of thought it'd be like some Resident Evil shit thrown in there or like Mega Man. There's a little bit of Mega Man with like your Palamute or whatever. But um, I don't know. I was like, I've kind of been like surprised that they haven't gone like way into their into the library or whatever. Yeah, you would think they would just from a money standpoint. Yeah, just throw everybody like a Ryu outfit or something like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I, I was really impressed with it. Like, I was really impressed with the additions, um, you know, and, and like the new monsters look good and they're good fights and like the whole like companion fights are interesting. Um, you know, I need to dive deeper into it. Like, I feel like in a future es- episode, we can do like our final wrap up of like Rise and Sunbreak. You're right, and for I mean, like for me, like you know, I played for Ultimate, and I played what was the one after that? I don't think it was oh, Generations. Uh, it was something else. I thought it was Generations. I feel like after Four Ultimate, there was one that came out that had all this stuff like Bushido. Um, you could like there was like a person that could jump a lot. Like you could pick your style. Bushido was like the person that counters. Like you wait to hit comes. Oh. And you... Anyway, I played a lot of that one too, and then I kind of got out. I think when Generations came out, I can't remember exactly now, but uh, it this one is super good. I I think uh, like I was gonna say. Those animals or the monsters from those games are kind of showing up in these new in this uh, sunbreak, but they've changed them just enough to where I was like, "Oh shit, that's that's different. I hadn't seen that before." You know, like so it kind of catches me off guard every now and then. Like, "Oh shit, they, that's a new thing. What the hell?" So they've made some updates to the character or the monsters. Um, I still think drop rates need to be higher. Like, remember I was telling you, I was trying to get something from a freaking Xenogre, and it took me. It took me straight up two days, and it was like two days of like actually playing the game. And that damn thing had like a three percent drop rate. That is insane for yeah, someone that just pretty, wants to play a game. <laughs> that's pretty bad. Yeah, like, and then there's I know some people were like, "Whatever, they drop fast." Like I saw a lot of people on Reddit. They were like, "This is they drop fast," but like I know that happens. I know usually it doesn't happen like this, but there is a moment that I've gotten into this little sliver of time where like for some reason something won't drop and you're just like I shouldn't have to do this like it shouldn't be like 20 hours of like Zenogre fights just to get one thing yeah no Um, that wouldn't I can't commit to those that many fights if it doesn't drop after a while I just give up yeah and so I kind of but that's what sucks is like if you get the whole outfit then you get like a bonus for like certain things 
or resistance or whatever. And it's like, well, I wish you could just like trade with people. Like, honestly, like if you just had an item and you just like, I think you can kind of do that, but you can't trade materials. But if I could, if I could just trade with like someone online, it's like they have this, but they want this. I'm like, fuck it, here's this thing, and I'll take your thing. Pause. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I, I love it still though. I, I'm probably all the way back in, and I swore I wouldn't be. So I'll probably be buying the OLED uh, Splatoon Three Switch as well. <laughs> to marriage be damned <laughs> we survived this long <laughs> I, I think it's probably safe to say that like by the next episode we'll both still be playing uh sunbreak so we'll even have deeper thoughts at that point because i i'm planning to get back into it uh maybe as early as tonight maybe on vacation or maybe a bunch right when we get back but uh i mean i just had finished most of the the uh master hunter uh level three fight so i imagine i'll be hitting four sometime soon but i took a mini break because i was just sort of like uh so many monsters so little time but uh yeah yeah i'm i'm all the way back in too so i think we'll be talking about this one for you know another episode or two to come i agree so that's uh that's ben and phoenix play monster hunter uh, which has been a frequent topic over the last almost coming up on two years of recording this podcast. Uh, unless you have anything else to add. No, dude, I'm good. I think that's all for me. Um, I guess I can drop my social. Yeah, do it. Which, which is at fartsy, P-H-A-R-T-S-Y. But I honestly haven't been posting much gaming stuff as I thought I would be, so... I think, uh, you know, we have at RPNCast still, and I'm trying to come up with a nice name that's not like BNN Talk Games or something like that, or BNP Talk yeah. Games. I feel like that would not be pretty. Yeah, we'll have to figure something out. We'll, we'll, we'll have to brainstorm as we do to come up <laughs> with a rip-roaring good new name. Right. But I've had some cool kills with uh, the Longsword. You know, like whenever you whenever you sheath the longsword after a combo, if you wait there for a while, you can do press the trigger and your character counters. And I've killed a few monsters like with that counter thing. And I think it'd be cool to post some stuff like that. I know it's like people probably already know what it looks like, but I don't know. Even still, those are quality kills. Yeah, it's like cool. It's like a cool moment where you're like, ah, shit, motherfucker fell for that. <laughs> So follow us currently at RPNCast on Instagram, but we're going to be something different at some point. So maybe even right. by next episode. And uh, <laughs> I'm really not using social media at all. So don't follow me. You can add me on <laughs> Xbox. I'm at Nuke the Bridge on there. That's basically the, the main place that I am. And uh, I think that wraps up episode 30. Peace.